share a few things with you. I came to brag on you and tell you how much I appreciate you as a fellow running bulldog and you being part of my school. It's a privilege to be back at my school where I went a long time ago. And our young guys can tell you, sometimes I'm too old school for them, but certainly I'm trying to keep up. But we got a lot going on. We got a lot going on in the school. We got a lot of good things going on. I'm proud of our university for growing as it is. And I'm proud of you for being here and selecting our school. I'm going to give you a few things this morning. I'm going to get out of here. I want to start by saying... You're here for a reason. It's not by accident. Now, some of you came on scholarships. Some of it's academic scholarships. Some of it's athletic scholarship and all those things. I see the women's basketball team. I saw them lifting this morning and all the athletes on the field at 6 o'clock. Many of you came to be in our nursing school and all the fine things that we have to offer, divinity school and all those things. But you're here for a reason, to build relationships and to understand what those relationships are all about, what Relationship with the good Lord is a Christian university, and I'm proud of that. We never back down from that. But a relationship with a group of people that will transcend time and be with you through the rest of your life, the friends you make and the people you meet and the people you stick with here at the school. But I want you to have a purpose in all you do. I want you to stand for something, not just go along with the crowd, especially a bad crowd. And I want to start by telling you a little story about I'm going to talk about bulldogs, and I'm going to talk about dogs, but I'm going to give you a story about a group of people that were known as dogs. They were called dog soldiers. Way back in the 1800s, Indians all over the United States, before the settlements had headed out to the Midwest, the Cheyenne Indians roamed with a bunch of other Indian groups throughout the Midwest. There was an elite group of soldiers. They were called dog soldiers. And these soldiers were a group of the most elite fighting Indians that anybody had ever seen. And to get through all the things would take a long time, but to tell you the thing that caught my eye about these dog soldiers was the following. They believed so much in their cause and their people and what they stood for Here's what they would do. Here's the greatest characteristic of a dog soldier. They would have these headdresses and all dress alike and come out on these ponies and start fighting all the people that were trying to take their land. And they believed so much in their cause, as I hope you will believe when you leave this place, that they would get off and it was characteristic of the lead dog soldier to take a stick and pound it in the ground. And he'd take a sash and tie it to one hand and tie it to that post in the ground. And that one soldier would stand in front of those others and motivate them to fight, understanding that he would give his life fighting for that cause. And in this day of time, in the position we're in, all through society and the mess we're in, we need some running bulldogs to be dog soldiers. And take a stand for the things that are good. Take a stand for the good Lord who gives us all the things he gives us and not be afraid to stand alone. I challenge you with that as we start. You know, when I recruit for the university, I talk to our guys when I recruit them about giving them something and in return, they give back to the university by playing on that field down there. 
And what I want to see them do is I want to see them over a four or five year period grow in four areas. I want to see them grow spiritually, mentally, physically, and socially. And we put it that way. Spiritually because we're a Christian university. If they're not a believer, certainly we share our faith freely. If they are a believer, we need to see them grow in their faith. Mentally, that's the diploma. And in the end, I'd like to see all of you walk up here and shake Dr. Bonner's hand and get your diploma. Thirdly, physically, we all grow and we maintain ourselves, but we want to make sure that we grow our football team and we understand that good health is a good thing and we all want to take care of our bodies and honor the good Lord through that. And then fourthly, we know we're going to learn more outside the classroom than we are in the classroom. We know that. And we want to learn to continue. I'm looking at all you guys and gals. You're sitting together with people that are your buddies and your girlfriends and your boyfriends, and you're probably sitting with somebody that looks like you, acts like you, thinks like you, and probably smells about like you. We know our guys don't smell too good, but more than that, through a period of four or five years, we've got to learn to get along with people that don't look like us, don't act like us, don't think like us, and maybe don't smell like us. Those are the people that are positive in the workforce, no matter what you choose to do. So with that in mind, I'm going to take dogs. I'm going to put a southern slang on it, give you an acronym, D-A-W-G-S. I'm going to give you a few things to think about that we're looking for in a running bulldog when we look at you as a student or a student athlete. D is for discipline. We've got to have some discipline in our lives, and as a coach, certainly we look for that in our folks. But you've got to have academic discipline as well as physical discipline as you go through life and spiritual discipline and all those things. And if you don't hear but a few things, let me give you this to think about. It's not the ability we have. It's the choices that we make that truly determine who we are. I don't care how talented you are, how smart you are, or how physically gifted you are. It's the choices that you make that will determine who you are and what you are as you go through life. It's the friends you choose. It's the people you run around with. I read recently that you are, your, your character is the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Now you think about those five people you run around with most of the time. That's who you're going to turn out to be. So if you've got some bad apples in there, you need to get rid of them. I feel like the Bible has most everything you need as far as an answer. I give our guys this card, and it says this. 1 Corinthians 5, 15, says, Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. And you better know that's true throughout life. It's true for me, and it's true for you. The A stands for attitude. You need to come with a positive attitude every day, and what you do, if not, why are you here? Why did you come if you're not going to have a positive attitude about it? I said I've spoken in prisons before, but I tell our guys all the time, it's free will. If you don't want to have a positive attitude about being here, getting your education, and doing the things you're allowed to do at a university like ours, you don't need to be here. It's not jail. It's not military where they go pick you up and lock you up if you leave. It's free will. So you need to have a positive attitude about all you do. You can control your attitude, and you can control your emotions at all times. You need to be held responsible for that because we know that this day and time, I know a lot of people that are in prison because in a fit of rage, they can't control their emotions and they make a mistake and they're really good people. So you need to be responsible for your emotions at all times. 
The W is for being a winner. We want to win every day. Well, how do you win every day? Well, you win in that classroom, your next class, you win by being on time, taking good notes, being respectful, putting your phone away, understanding that studying for that test is your best opportunity to make a good grade. Everything comes with hard work. Nothing comes easy. You're not going to be given anything. So W stands for being a winner. And being a winner, be careful of this. I think the downfall of society right now is a word called comparison. Instead of working to be the best we can be with the ability God gave us, we want to say, well, I'm not as bad as little Johnny. I'm not as bad as Susie. I made a C. They made a D. I think I'll be all right. Well, how about let's look at it this way. How about let's make an A if we can make an A or a B if we can make a B and quit worrying about what the other people in the world make. Comparison's the worst thing we got going on in the world. I talked to a guy not long ago, and he had horses on his farm. And he gave me a little lesson about comparison. Let me tell you something. Maybe another story you'll remember. He had quarter horses and he had thoroughbreds. Well, thoroughbreds what running the Kentucky Derby. Fastest horses in the world. He said, let me tell you the difference in these horses, coach. I get those quarter horses out and we race them early in the week. Trying to set it up for the weekend on those thoroughbreds. He said, those quarter horses, I ease them up to the line and here's what they do. They kind of sneak a peek to the right. And they sneak a peek to the left, and they want to size up the competition. And if they think it's another pretty good horse, boom, they run hard. If they think they're the best horse in the race, they kind of ease out of there and try to beat them in the end. He said, then let me tell you, on the weekends when we run them thoroughbreds, they don't look right or left. They look straight ahead because thoroughbreds, they're bred to win. They're bred to do their best, whether they're the only horse or there's 10 horses. They could care less who's to the right or the left. And I'm going to challenge you. Be careful about looking to your right or your left. Look straight ahead where your goals are. Look straight up where the good Lord is so he can guide you to those goals. G stands for God. Trust in God. Trust in yourself. Trust in the people you're with. If you can get your faith squared away and you can grow in your faith or get it settled, because I know we've got unbelievers here, Everything else becomes a lot easier. I'm going to challenge you for that. And I'm going to remind you, with great ability comes responsibility. We have great minds. We have great people. A lot of you are going to go out there and change the world. I hope somebody in here find a cure for cancer. I hope somebody will make it better for everybody else. But there's a responsibility that goes with that, and you need to make sure you're ready for that responsibility. It's not an easy thing. Responsibility comes accountability. Whether you know it or not, everything you've done today, everything you've said today, everything you will do, you will say, just like I'm standing here, I'll be held accountable for what I say to you. One day I looked at good Lord eye to eye, and he won't ask, did we win or lose against Elon? He'll say, when you went to dimensions on that day, did you tell him that I sent my only son to walk on the earth? the only perfect human, to be the great example to look at, and then I sent him to die on the cross so that they would have something after they left this world. Did you tell them that, Coach? And I'm telling you, I'm held accountable for making sure you know that before you leave this place. And then the last thing is dependability. Whatever your major is, whether you're a freshman or a senior, I'm going to tell you what I'm looking for in our team. I'm going to tell you what I'm looking for in our staff. I'm going to tell you what we're looking for in our university are people that are dependable. dependable. Dependability is the greatest thing in the world. People call me all the time with work references. Coach, can I depend on them when they come out of your program? Will they be on time? Will they do what I ask them to do? 
Is there trust there? Is there loyalty there? Will they, will they think of others more than themselves? Dependability is something we all need to work on. And then the S is sacrifice. There's nothing that great comes out of this world without some sacrifice. You're going to have to give to get back. Just like the good Lord gave his son for all of us. I don't know where you are in your family, your friends, your spouse. Some of you have children, but there is a sacrifice that has to be made. You have to think about others more than yourself. And in the end, the people that you look at, that you hold in high esteem in your family, in your community, those are the people that end up helping others. And they think about other people and their goodwill more than they do themselves. And I want you to understand that. That's why I'm excited about you. We want you to be a product, but when you leave this place, you go back. And whether you're a doctor, lawyer, Indian chief, pro player, whatever that is, that you would be able to go in the community, give back to that community, and be a part of that place and make it better for the men, the women, the boys, and the girls in that place. That's the product we want to send out of here. Every student, not just student athletes. That's our goal for our university. I want you to know that. And lastly, I want to remind you this, to be a part of a team, to be a part of something great. Your job is to be an encourager. You've got to encourage each other. There's going to be hard times. You've got to encourage each other through the hard times so that when we get to the good times, we can enjoy that together. Life's not fair. Life's really mean and evil. But I'm going to tell you, the, dis- the, the distractions and the evil things of the world, they don't come from the good Lord. They teach us a whole lot of things, but the devil himself sends those things in our way to try to discourage us. Discouragement does not come from the good Lord, I promise. So I want you to be encouragers for each other. Find someone that will encourage you through hard times so you can grow and you can go out and help other people. In the end, that's what it's all about. It's not the things that we can leave for you. It's the things that we can leave in you so that you can take it and you can share it with other people. I'm going to invite you to come to a ball game Saturday night. I'm a running bulldog. You're a running bulldog and cheer on our team. But I want to tell you, down the football center, every morning before that sun comes up, I'm praying for you. All of our students, not just our student athletes, because you mean something and you stand for something and you're here for a reason. You find out what that reason is. You think about that dog soldier and see if you're willing to throw a spear in the ground, tie yourself to it. And if you have to stand alone, stand alone. Because if you stand alone long enough, others will stand with you. If your cause is strong enough, and the Lord's led you that way. Thanks for letting me be your coach. Thanks for letting me be a running bulldog. See you on Saturday night. Go dogs!